This is Fishbowl Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin Goen. Well, this is Pastor Justin again with Fishbowl Effect Podcast. I know it's been a couple couple weeks since I have posted uh, a video or rather an audio a podcast. Um, we were in the middle of moving back home uh, to Maryland. And so we have made, <clears throat> made the jump from Nevada, from Winnemucca, all the way back to our place where we, where we grew up at, my wife and I, in Maryland, in Hartford County, Maryland. So thank you for your prayers. Thank you for the um, just uh, coveting us and loving on us as we have made this trek the last past, basically two weeks. It took us a week to get out here, but obviously um, a week or so to unpack everything. Um, so we are back here and excited for our break in ministry, learning to grow, being restored, looking for a not necessarily a new start, but looking just to be refreshed and uh, from our King and really growing in this time of our marriage, growing in this time of our um, of our solo life with Christ, learning from mistakes that we have made in ministry, learning from uh, successes we have made in ministry, and just really taking time to focus on our relationship with Christ solo and together as a husband and wife before we embark or engage back into ministry um, a full time. And we're looking forward to that. With that being said, <clears throat> Psalm chapter number one. We've been on this for the last two episodes, or maybe yeah, two episodes. It's the third, and we've been looking at um, really the juxtaposition, if you may. You have verse one starts off as if you're going to hear something, and all of a sudden it kind of flips the script. The psalmist says, blessed is the man. That word blessed, it is the result. It literally is the result of right conduct. Um, it's the opposite of blessedness in chapter 32, which we see um, as as um, basically uh, uh, a blessedness from God. All this 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 blessedness is still from God, clearly, but this is joy and contentment because of a certain style of living. This is what that word blessedness here in verse one, the very first word of verse one means. And we looked at that. So to go back to episode number one of Psalm one, and you can learn more about that, then obviously switch into uh, episode number two and make sure that you're following through this chronologically. This is one verse three. This is the word of God. And it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and bringeth forth his fruit in its season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And if you remember that word blessed, it starts off with blessed is a man that walketh not. And it goes negative, basically the opposite. Don't do these three things, walking, standing, sitting. But his delight, and this is where we find his really, verse two is the heart of the blessed man. It's why he's blessed, because his delight is in the law of the Lord. So this is what he pursues. And then verse three is vital. It is the outcome, if you may. It is the results, if you may. Verse three is a result verse. Verse two is the uh, learning verse or the implication verse, meaning this is what the blessed man does in complete opposition to verse one type of wicked, scornful type of individual, basically a person not of God. Verse two is the opposite of verse one. And then verse three is basically the result of what happens. And I just want to 
I mean, this verse, if I don't mean to dumb down heaven, so please don't take it that way. And I don't mean, I mean, even if I tried to elaborate heaven, my speech and my words would not be able to. And I mean this, honestly, I'm not trying to do a cop out here. My speech or my words, I couldn't elaborate enough about what heaven is going to be like. But if I was to set that aside for a second and to pick up the joy of verse three of what type of life here on earth a believer can encompass, a believer can impact. I mean, check out verse three of verse Psalm. This is it. And it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, now that I'm back home in Maryland, I've seen a lot in my ministry. I've seen a lot of different states. I've seen a lot of different scenery. I've seen a lot of different I've seen dry, I've seen desert, I've seen, well, back here in Maryland. I mean, it's been raining almost every single day since we've been back here. Um, I've seen it all. And growing up here, I know the back rivers. I know little tiny streams, little tiny creeks that we would go fishing in. And man, I tell you, the best type of fishing, the best places in fishing is when I saw a tree that was planted right by the brink of the river. And it had its root system going down. You could see the roots kind of like billowing into the water. I knew. If I was in a fishing tournament, which I never have honestly been in one, but if I was, or if I was in a fishing tournament just in uh, with my brothers or my friends, we were trying to just go down the river and catch as many fish as possible or catch the biggest fish, I would run, literally run, not get too close, but run to where that tree was because I knew if I was a betting man, I knew that I could, I could flip my little floater or flip my jig right in front or try to see if I could split some of those roots I could flip my lure inside there and I could guarantee there'd be a fish down there. It'd be I mean, it's like the best place for fishing. But if you've ever driven beside or by water or canoed or kayaked up a stream, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Trees that are right by the river source. And if you, they seem to be the biggest, they seem to be the strongest, they seem to be the, the most flourishing type of trees. Well, no doubt around Israel, around that kingdom of Jerusalem, there were streams. There was the brinks of the Jordan. There were there were Engedis. There were these different um, not not Engedis. Sorry, there there were these uh, times where you have these oases that there would be trees that would get its drinking right from the water source itself. So he says. And he shall be like the he, the blessed person of verse one that doesn't do the rest of verse one, but rather his 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 full intentions, his root pur purpose is verse two, his delight. That's what that, that word delight means, his root purpose, his diligence, what his life is all about is engulfing himself or herself in God's presence, in God's word. This person, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in its season. I've never, I don't think I've ever, in fact, I haven't, I've, I've never seen a tree planted by the rivers of water that ever, that ever missed a fruiting season. When it was time for its little flowers to bloom, they would bloom. When it was time for those flowers to die off, but then turn into fruit, it did so. When it was harvest time, the fruit was luscious and big and ripe every time. Why? Because the trees that are planted by the rivers of water brings forth his fruit or its fruit in its proper season because it has all, it has the sunlight, it has the water, it has the nutrients. Three things for, for, for true life of a plant. It needs soil, it needs sun, and it needs water, H2O. 
high-quality H2O. And trees that are by the river brink do. They have those three things, and they will produce fruit every single time. And the psalmist is comparing it to that. And it's a beautiful, beautiful sight. And he says, and his leaf also shall not wither. Now, if you've ever seen a tree that has <clears throat> withered leaves or dead leaves, that tells you something about the tree. The tree is not healthy. And in fact, the tree will die. And if its leaves are withering, that means it's not producing fruit. See, this, this verse is vital when it comes to a Christian's life. Good fruit, a truly changed life that has the embedded Holy Spirit inside of that person will produce Christ-like fruit, Holy Spirit fruit, God fruit. His leaf will not wither. Her leaf will not wither. It will produce the good fruit of Christ. It will. The fruit of the Spirit. But Christians, that may be distant themselves from the riverbank, you find out they've they've missed fruit seasons. And maybe that's maybe that's where you're at. And I don't want this to be discouraging. I do want it to be impactful, encouraging, but also by the Holy Spirit's guidance to be convicting. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's where you are right now. You're like, man, I don't I feel like my fruit isn't where it should be. I well take a look how far you're from the riverbank, so to speak. Take a look how far you are from Psalm one verse two. Just run back to Psalm. Make Psalm 1 to the checklist of your life. Where am I at? Am I, is, is my delight, am I delighting in, in my relationship with God? Seriously. Am I delighting in my relationship with his word? In my worship time? If not, I'm telling you, you, you have distanced yourself from the riverbank. Your leaves are withering. Your fruit's not producing pos, uh, properly. And the I'm saying not that the worst of it all, but then the latter part of this verse also says his leaf also not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. When you when you look at this type of tree in the wilderness, oh, by the riverbank, you know what I also know. I think I put this in the summary or of of the um, list here right before. If you look at the bottom of the podcast, you, you know what's interesting about trees like this? They impact. Their environment, their environment massively. When a healthy tree, when a tree is healthy by the riverbank, it, it allows cover underneath the water for fish, for life, for algae, for all different types of life underneath. Next to it, 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 it strengthens the riverbank. So it gives strength to the side of the riverbank, keeps erosion from happening. And then as you go up, and into the leaf portion and the and and the uh, um, the tree limbs, you have wildlife that can live up there. There's shade that it that it. I mean, it 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 allows for a romantic spot for human beings to lay under or sit underneath them, have a picnic, but also for birds to have their nests. I mean, a tree by the riverbank massively impacts the environment around it, and we can directly correlate this verse to your life, to a Christian's life. A Christian's life should impact, should impact its environment positively, not negatively. So ask yourself that. How am I impacting? How are you impacting your environment around you, your neighborhood, your work environment, the the church environment to where you find yourself, your family? How are you impacting it? Are they benefiting scripturally, biblically, spiritually from you.
are they? And that's seriously something to consider. I wouldn't even say consider to to truly aim for. This is one thing that you got or did right in your life. I mean, it would it would impact. N- number one, you'd be blessed because if you are producing, if you're if you are impacting your environment in 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 the verse three way, that means it's because you are verse twoing. Meaning you are delighting in God's presence. You are having an active relationship with God in and through his word and through worship and praise. And you are being blessed, verse one. See how I mean, verse one, verse two, verse three. I know chronologically they follow each other for sure, but there's a reason. I mean, they build upon each other. The psalmist did a beautiful job at building these verses upon each other. When we get to verse four, he doesn't change. He, he builds it up yet again. So how are you impacting their environment to which you're living in? Is it for the better or is it for the worse? I can tell you, if you're sitting in, mm, it's not the best, get back to verse two, delighting in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate, meaning regurgitating it over and over and over and over again. For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may last for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Psalm 30, verse 5. And you know, you can't see me, but that was, I read Psalm chapter 30 this morning, and that is my memory verse for today. That's a verse that'll help me remember the full context of Psalm chapter 30, which David was uh, dedicating his house, his kingship, basically. We, we believe, theologians believe that this is a time where David was kind of maybe set up into his kingship and he's looking back at his life and everything and he's giving praise and honor to God. All the thou's and the these, if you're reading the KJV version, obviously, but even if you're not, all the pronouns that are being used towards God and not towards David. Psalm 30 is a psalm that we can look back and see David praising God. He didn't say, this is, look at, look at my kingdom. David looked back and said, God, this is all because of you. And he even looked back and said, you know what, there, there was times when I sinned against God. For his anger lasts but a moment, endureth but a moment. And his favor is life, is true life. And God's favor, having God's favor is true life. Weeping may last for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. I hope you are in God's word. I hope you're meditating on God's word, whatever you read during the day. Because if you are, you're more apt to be delighting or finding your root purpose, excuse me, root purpose with and in God. And because of such, you're blessed. And if you're blessed, it's because you are verse twoing, delighting in God's word and you're meditating in his word. And you will be a verse three type of person, a verse three tree, massively impacting the community around you. This is my encouragement for today. I hope you enjoy. This is Pastor Justin with Fishbowl Effect Podcast. God bless.